0: Welcome to Tenacity with Sonia C, the podcast where we dive deep into the stories behind success, uncovering the lessons learned, and the insights gained by leaders and innovators in the business world. I'm your host, Sonia, and today's guest joining us is Jenica Day. Her journey and expertise are as unique as they are enlightening. Jenica is a former varsity athlete and a lover of science who not only excels academically, but also has a flair for creativity. Which is evident in her role as a vacation expert. Jenica's journey from being a science teacher to diving into the fast-paced realm of e-commerce after her MBA and now to authorship is a testament of her diverse skills and adaptability. As we await the release of her book in early 2024, Jenica joins us today to share her groundbreaking perspectives on vacations. Her vacation expertise isn't just a passion, it's backed by over a decade of research and personal experimentation. Jenica challenges the traditional notions of vacations, offering insights into their essential role in combating work-related stress and burnout, and enhancing creativity and emotional well-being. She stands ready to debunk common vacation myths and share her innovative vacation hero method. Let's get started. Welcome, Jenica. It's so nice to see you and have you here. Hi. Yeah, good to see you too. Thanks for having me. Yeah, of course. Today's conversation is one that resonates with me personally, uh, and I suspect with many of our other listeners too. I'll be honest, the idea of taking a vacation often sends me into stress mode, Uh, and I'm sure I'm not alone in that. And The last time I took vacation was in 2020, and every time I think about it, I'm like, oh my God. I can't take a vacation. It stresses me out just thinking about it uh, for two reasons. The first one is I'm sort of scared of not being involved in the day-to-day grind and what's going to happen. And the thought of being out of the loop, even briefly can be daunting. And the second, of course, is um, the idea of coming back to a thousand emails and getting ramped up on everything I missed and playing catch up. And to me, that's more stressful than taking a vacation. So I'm like, I'm just not going to take a vacation. (laughs) These concerns are exactly why I'm excited to uh, have this chat with Jenica. How has your experiences in these diverse fields shaped your approach to vacation planning? And what lessons can entrepreneurs and leaders take from this interdisciplinary journey?
1: Yeah, so I have a very unique perspective that not a lot of people will probably relate to because I went from being a teacher where you get a lot of vacation time, right? You get the summers off, you get the Christmases off, you get the spring breaks off. And I went from being a teacher with a ton of vacation time to somebody who only had two weeks of vacation. So when I transitioned into e-commerce, I got two weeks Mm -hmm. and I was like, oh man, how, like, how am I going to do, like, one of the reasons I went into teaching was because I was like, you know, it's a great work-life balance. You know, if I have kids, I'll be able to have holidays with them. And then I found myself in a situation where I went from having a lot of vacation time to not very much. And when I was teaching, I was very burned out. So I really experienced burnout. I was, in, I was living in Cancun because I was teaching in an international school, but I, ha- I was burned out. I was so exhausted. And so I thought, okay, if I was exhausted and burned out with 10 weeks of vacation time, annual vacation time, annual vacation how am I going to transition into a career where I have two weeks of vacation and not get burned out? So that kind of like started me into this, like, what are vacations? What is the meaning of this? How do I use my time off effectively? And so that's a unique perspective that I think not many people have, because most people go from two weeks of vacation to three weeks of vacation to four weeks of vacation to five weeks of vacation. You just get more and more when you're in the business realm. So that kind of shaped this, like, you know, bubbling of this vacation expert, um, like journey that I'm on right now. But that's kind of like an interesting perspective that I got that. And really, the takeaway from that learning was that you don't have to have a ton of vacation time to avoid burnout. In fact, you can make do with two weeks. Because what I found is that when I rejigged how I did my vacations, and I really thought about it as occupational recovery, not just jetting off to a beach destination, was that you can have two weeks of vacation and avoid burnout and be really happy and be really well and have a really good rounded career, even with a small amount of vacation time, as long as you vacation properly. So that's kind of what shaped the, you know, my journey shaped um, where I am right now.
0: Okay. So um, could you share some insights into how founders and leaders can design their vacations, not only to relax, but also enhance their creativity, performance and emotional uh regulation
1: yeah so i i can go into all those things the the main things that they show um main things that vacation researchers show are there's three kind of vacation skills that i that i've kind of stumbled upon one is relaxing so every it's kind of universal that we need to relax while we're on vacation Um, controlling so you need to be in control of how you spend your time if you like being on a beach go to a beach if you like Um, you know, exercising and walking, swimming, whatever, do that. If you like, you know, if you like being in the mountains, do that. So it's really taking control over your time on vacation, because so much of our time is lost in, you know, a 40 hour work week, doing something that we're not in control of. So controlling your time is important. And then the last one is detaching. So detaching fully from work, which I think is probably the hardest one for most people. We have emails. We have instant messenger. We, were, people call us sometimes when we're on vacation, and what we really need to do is just not be at work, and not think about work. And so those are the three main kind of vacation skills that people can have, um, and that's how we in, enhance our creativity, productivity, enjoyment, all of those things.
0: So what about? I get what you're saying in in one perspective, but there's I think there's a couple. So what about a leader? who's running a big company or a founder, uh, an entrepreneur who is starting up a company and they just like, that's their baby. And they're responsible for all of these different people. Um, It's, you know, I put myself in that shoes because to take a vacation is really hard for me because I just have all these responsibilities and I, I cannot just shut off for a week or two. I can't, it's just absolutely impossible. Someone told me, you can't check your emails for two weeks, I'd probably have a panic attack. Um, yeah. So yeah. Like, what do you say to, 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 to people like, like that, that are, you know, they want to go on vacation, they want to relax, but they still need to be checked in to a certain degree. Yeah.
1: So one of the things that research really shows is that longer vacations aren't more beneficial than shorter vacations. And this is true for vacations of two to 17 days. So, What I recommend for people who really can't shut off, people who can't, you know, even as a parent, right? If you want a vacation from your kids, that's difficult. You can't just go to Hawaii for a week or 10 days. So same thing with entrepreneurs who are very invested. It's their baby, like you said. I recommend, you know, you can take a really beneficial vacation of two days and just maybe you can shut off for two days. If you can't do that, maybe you can do it for eight hours. Maybe you can do it for four hours. But what I like to think about is, work hard, break hard. So if you say you only get four hours, say you, you have to check your email, maybe you can say I can take a four hour break where I don't check my email. And that feels like I, I don't get anxiety about that. In those four hours, like shut it off, shut down, right? Break hard, like fully relax, close your eyes, sleep, like don't think about work for those four hours. And that can be just as beneficial as a break where you're taking 17 days, right? If you do it correctly, if you really shut down and give your brain a break, it's like I said earlier, it's for me, it's more about occupational recovery. It's not about just going to jetting off to a beach destination. It's giving your brain that time to step back. And really like what a lot of research shows is that when you do take those breaks and you step away, you might come back to the business, even if it's a short time, like I said, four hours eight hours, two days, you might step back into the business and have insights that you never thought you would have before. You might have these aha moments. You might think, okay, that problem I was working on, maybe I don't need to give it that much attention, or maybe I need to give it more attention or like these insights only come when you really take a step back. And when you take a step back, it like research shows that you can notice things that maybe you weren't noticing before. You might have these moments of insight. You might be more creative. And you might be more productive if you take an hour to take a nap. You might come back and say, "Okay, hey, the amount of work I was going to get done in four hours, I might be able to get it done in three hours now because you know I really rested." So it's for me, it's less about the length of vacation, which I think people are really like hell bent on the length of vacation, and it's more about frequency. So what I would suggest, like the overall, I guess, big picture that I'm getting to here is take frequent breaks from work. And if you as an entrepreneur, you can only take a four-hour break, take a four-hour break every week, but shut down, mm. shut, shut down for those four hours. Or even if it's two hours or an hour, you need little mini vacations that can, that can get you through and also things that you look forward to. So say you get a four-hour break in two weeks from now. In the back of your mind, if you have it planned, you might be thinking, I'm gonna get a little break in two weeks from now. I'm a little bit happier and excited about this break I'm gonna have. And then after that one, Have another one two weeks from then, and another one two weeks from then, and another one two weeks from then, so that you get, you kind of get fulfilled and then you go back into stress mode. You get fulfilled, you go back into stress mode, but it's the frequency that is really important, especially for these really, you know, like you talk about entrepreneurs, leaders, people who really can't take a big step back from their break. It's the frequency with which we take vacations that's really important, way more important than the duration.
0: I like the idea of doing like little vacations, because like for me, I could, do like a Friday and then have a Saturday and Sunday and Monday that's technically only two days off work but with the weekend in between there you know I could do like something like mm-hmm. that and I don't think I would feel as guilty about it
1: yep and there's not like you said before the pile of emails like oh I get it like nobody wants to you want if you can just when they yeah. come in you deal with them when they come in you deal with them when you come, like I get that but if you can take shorter breaks, there's so many benefits to taking shorter breaks. Like you don't need to get somebody to cover if it's a short break. You don't get the amount of emails. Like there's way less stress with taking short breaks. So that that's, I think, really important is that we just get out of our mind that a vacation has to be seven to 10 days away from the office. It's that's not, you know, that's not functional for how our society works these days. A lot of people, even if they're not entrepreneurs and leaders, can't take that time. But short, frequent breaks can like work really well for people who are high achievers, I guess, or attached to their work.
0: But those people who do want to take long vacations, I this is like a common thing that I hear all the time. And it's one of the things that makes me not want to take a vacation. It's the you know, all my friends are like, "Yay, I'm going on vacation. I'm going away for a week and I'm going to a wedding in October and they have all this stuff planned out and they're super stressed out they're stressed out about planning it they're stressed out about coming back and like they're more I see them and they're more stressed out after returning from vacation versus like not having a vacation what are your recommendations for for that a hundred percent yes, you come this, back from yes. Vacation and not need a vacation from your vacation
1: yeah that and that's the classic you need a vacation from your vacation and i always say if you need a vacation from your vacation you didn't vacation properly that's not that's that's not it is and that's the problem so one of i have four vacation myths and one of them we've already talked about the duration but one of them is that you don't have to travel to vacation so i'm trying to you know flip people's minds in that like we've kind of been told and I think maybe vacation marketing has a lot to do with this that a vacation means you get on a plane you go somewhere tropical and that's a vacation but really I, I want people to think about it in terms of work recovery and I as an a varsity athlete I suffered from overtraining syndrome we trained so much that my body just like couldn't handle the amount of training we were having and I think that's what's happening in work these days. People are just overtraining their minds and we're not getting those breaks. And so I want people to look at vacations from an occupational recovery standpoint, not a beach standpoint. And we don't have to go anywhere on a vacation. Yes, most people want to, that's fine. But travel is stressful. Travel is very ah. stressful for a lot of people. And I call, I call pre-vacation syndrome is what I call it. The two weeks leading up to a vacation, people are, you know, they're, oh, I got to buy a swimsuit. I got to do this. I got to clean my house. I got to like, I got to, where's my passport? Like do my laundry pack, like all these things. It's stressful. (laughs) It's stressful. Traveling is stressful. I've done it enough times to know that it is not without stress. So if you really need a break, you need to ask yourself, is this vacation going to be beneficial for me? Am I going to return feeling better about going to work am i going to return feeling more productive more creative am i going to return feeling rested and if you can't answer it like if you if your answer to that question is no then it's not a great use of your time you might have a great experience right that's a trade-off but if you really want to return to work feeling better more creative more productive all those things you might want to consider just going nowhere you might want to consider you know, you could take that, maybe you might spend $3,000 on a tropical beach vacation. What if you use that and hired a cleaner to clean your house and you went to a local hotel spa or something, you know, like there's so many options that you can do locally that will really enhance your wellness. And it doesn't necessarily involve travel. I love, love travel. I love travel. I love travel. I don't want to ever convince people not to do it, but there's you all don't time. have to travel. Yeah. yeah.
0: There's all- and You know, I think too, like even exploring your own backyard, right? No matter where you Mm -hmm. live, a lot of people don't actually like know their own province or state or things like that, right? Like you said, travel is always thought about like get on an airplane.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: I love the idea of like just doing little, you know, even like a little spa day, taking a couple hours off and doing that, that actually like now I'm thinking about it. I'm like, wait, why haven't I done that?
1: Yeah. (laughs) My my favorite thing is hotel spas because it, well with benefits you get benefits for massages. So me and my husband will often use the massage benefits at a spa in a hotel, and then we spend the whole day, we'll spend the whole day there or like a four hour you know hotel spa. And you get to know your own city. You get to experience like these different hotels in your city. And yeah, there's so many great experiences you can have at home that relax you and you know contribute to your well being. You don't have to get on a plane. So. Yeah.
0: OK, so with your background in psychology um, and your experiences in different countries and sectors, how do you see these diverse perspectives inform in um, inform your understanding of vacation and its benefits, particularly for people in high stress roles like entrepreneurship?
1: Yeah, so I mean, I've seen I've seen people relax in different ways through travel. You know, i I actually taught in India for a couple months and you see, you know, they just don't have that same, necessarily that same sense of urgency and they relax a bit more and stuff. And then um, even things like in Japan, they take breaks in conversation. Like we in Western societies, we often, you know, try and fill the blank spaces and they'll take a break and have a breath and just, you know, just small breaks in conversation are interesting. And then like the Balinese have a a Hindu holiday where they take an entire day of rest. They don't even have electricity and that type of thing. The Italians have the reposo where they rest in the middle of the day. So different cultures do things differently. But what you notice is that breaks are universal. Everyone has to take a break. You can't just work, 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 work and not take breaks. So it's just interesting seeing how different cultures use breaks in their lives. And I feel like especially in Western societies, we just, we're not good at using breaks efficiently or even using them, right? We we always hear these stories about the Mark Cubans or the Elon Musks who didn't take vacation for seven years and that's how they became successful. But we, we never hear those stories about people who didn't take breaks, but they also weren't successful because those stories aren't interesting to us, right? So it's, yeah, it's interesting. I don't know if that answers your question about the cultural,
0: yeah, cultural perspective. Yeah. So you've developed, what you call the vacation hero method, um, which uh, claims that you can make individuals 11% happier. Can you explain the method, how it works? Tell us a little more. Yeah,
1: so I like to think of vacations not just as a singular vacation, but as a vacation cycle. So within one vacation, you have anticipation where you anticipate the vacation, you participate in the, in the vacation. So when you're actually on vacation, and then you have reflection, where like the couple weeks after a vacation, you might remember your vacation, talk about it, reminisce, that type of thing. So one cycle involves those three phases. And what research shows is that in each phase, we actually receive health and wellness benefits for, you know, a appro- vacation science isn't exact, but approximately, I would say anticipation we get the most benefits from health and wellness eight weeks leading up to a vacation. So eight weeks before a vacation, we generally start getting excited. You know we might be planning a little bit talking to people about it you know on vacation we get health and wellness benefits if we do it correctly we relax etc and then um two weeks usually about two weeks after a vacation the health and wellness benefits fade out so there's about a two-week period where we're usually still very like happy coming off of our vacation and we're thinking you know that was great i had a rest i'm back to normal and then after two weeks we're kind of back to our baseline health and wellness So one full cycle means that our health and wellness is elevated throughout that entire cycle. So eight weeks before, during, and two weeks after. So generally we get about 10 weeks there and our vacation where we're, our health and wellness is elevated over baseline. So the vacation hero method is basically just repeating that cycle five times in a year. So if you repeat that cycle five times in a year, you get approximately 365 days. So Mm. What I recommend is that every 10 weeks, the eight weeks before and the two weeks after, every 10 weeks, you take a vacation. So every 10 weeks you vacation, then you start your next vacation cycle. So we anticipate a vacation. We participate in it. We reflect. Then as soon as we're done reflecting, we anticipate our next vacation. We do our vacation, et cetera. So you're always within this realm of elevated health and wellness. So if you're anticipating, participating, and reflecting, your health and wellness is elevated and you can elevate your health and wellness all year round if you just continuously cycle through that vacation cycle. So, and that's where we get the 11% is your health and wellness will be elevated 11% if you're continuously cycling, cycling through the vacation cycle.
0: I find that fascinating. And I I know I didn't put this question down, but I'm just thinking about it. So what is your recommendation for company? So not just startups, just companies in general, like just I'm hearing you and I'm like, I'm thinking like, I think there's a lot more that can be done with this. And you're so right. Like nobody really talks about vacations. And I know when I was first prepping this, I'm like, this is such a weird topic, but it's such a good one at the same time. So my question to you is like, how and 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 why and and all of the whys um, can't what should companies be doing as part of their hr to encourage maybe a process where employees are taking more vacation instead of taking all their vacation at once like you know what i mean like i have like my my team sometimes they don't take vacation at all and then they wait until the end of the year and it's like oh i have vacation now i got to use it and it's like they're only taking vacation because they have to so they're not really relaxed so what can companies do as part of their HR policies to encourage that to be part of their culture.
1: Yeah. Uh, Like you hit the nail on the head. Like this is where I'm going with all of this is that I want companies to be, you know, informed on how they can help their employees vacation. Usually they just hand out a packet. Okay. You get two weeks vacation. Great. You never talk about it again, but really like if we can, if HR can inform you know, their employ, their new employees, their old employees, what the benefits are of vacationing. And most importantly, and this is the most important thing. It's the frequency with which we take vacations. It's not the duration and Mm -hmm. companies should be all for this because like you said, you don't, as somebody who owns a business, you don't want somebody taking a 10, a 10 day vacation. You don't want somebody taking a three week honeymoon in Italy And you have to get coverage for three weeks that's like you might as well get a new employee that's such a long time to get coverage for right so companies and leaders are really going to benefit if they can educate their employees on how it's not the duration of a vacation it's the frequency and so if you have employees taking you know frequent five-day vacations if you have if you have two weeks of vacation you can take a five-day vacation every 10 weeks and so if, if your employees are taking a five-day vacation, that includes the Saturday, Sunday. So they essentially only be taking three days. No, sorry. It includes Saturday, Sunday, and, and a holiday. So if a two week, if somebody who gets two weeks of vacation takes a five-day vacation every 10 weeks, they're only taking off two days. And as an employee, that's amazing. You can get coverage for two days. You can, you can deal with somebody being out of the office for two days every 10 weeks, right? But it's so difficult to deal with an employee who's away for three weeks at a time. That's, that's, you know, that's hard. And it also means, like I said, they're going to be getting these little blips, these little breaks, these little occupational breaks where they come back refreshed. If they vacation properly, they come back refreshed. And then 10 weeks later, you know, they take another break, they come back refreshed, they take another break, they come back refreshed. And, And I always relate it back to athletic recovery. Like you would never have a marathoner just running forever and then taking one break, in in the year and then running forever and then taking one break in a year you want to make sure that you have their athletic recovery planned out every you know every so often they get the ice bath they do this they stop running you know and those recover their muscles then they go back then they perform better recover your muscles go back perform better it's the same thing with occupational recovery we just don't think about it that way right now so that's kind of what i'm trying to do <laughs>
0: Um, I mean, this, this was a really fascinating conversation and our time has already come up. I can't believe it. <laughs> um, before we we wrap up, um, can you tell us a little bit about the book, the name, when is it coming out? What can we expect?
1: Yeah. So the book's called, you need a better in brackets vacation. Um, it's coming out in March right now is the scheduled date. Um, I'm just working on the design, the interior and the cover design. And then, yeah, it's going to be published in the new year talks about all of this information, talks about the benefits of breaks, and then focuses in on vacations, the vacation cycle. And it's all, I love research. I'm a scientist at heart. So it's all based on a lot of the research that's been done on vacationing. And then of course it has some of my own experiences and um, information that I've found myself um, outside of research in there as well.
0: And are you going to be working with companies to help them put together HR policies around what you uh, have in your book? That's the plan. So I'm hoping that, you know, um, people will
1: start understanding that we can kind of go a different direction with vacations. And I'm hoping that I can start working with HR companies, or HR and companies and, you know, spread the word about educating and facilitating people in the workplace to take vacations.
0: So if someone is interested in reaching out to you, and they hear this podcast, how can they reach out to you?
1: Yeah, so they can reach out to me on social media. So it's at the vacation nerd. Um, and then I also have a website, thevacationnerd.com. So either of those are great. My You can DM me or send me an email um, for more information.
0: And we'll post everything once this episode goes live as well. Um, yeah. so thank you so much for this lovely chat. I mean, I learned so much. This was really fascinating. I was not expecting it to like go the way it did. It's like, there's, there's so much to talk about in this topic. And I think you're really onto something here.
1: Yeah, I hope I mean, I hope you take a vacation. I hope I mean, <laughs> I know how I know how difficult it is to be away and you're you're with the majority like they've shown research on that that people are afraid to take vacationing or to take vacations. And we just have to think differently about how we take them. Because the huge amount of time off is not is not, you know, ideal for a lot of people these days. So yeah, I hope that you can do it. <laughs> now,
0: I, think, I think you just sort of gave me some perspective on I don't have to take a week off or two weeks off at a time. I can take a day off for myself. And that would not be stressful for me if I took Mm -hmm. just to go get chores done or go shopping or go to the spa or just relax that that would Mm -hmm. not stress me out. So now I'm like thinking about it a little bit differently where I'm like, I can take like a day a month off if I really wanted to Mm -hmm. and not have to worry or be stressed out about it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and don't do chores though. Don't do chores. Okay,
0: I won't do chores. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a vacation. <laughs> this is a vacation for me. I love cleaning.
1: <laughs>
0: okay, yeah. well, as as this episode comes to an end, I want to uh, extend a heartfelt thank you um, to Jenica for joining us on Tenacity with Sonya C, and sharing her invaluable insights into the world of vacations. Thank you so much for for coming along in this journey and sharing all your insights with us. Thank you for tuning in today. As we wrap up today's insightful conversation with Jenica, we are reminded of the importance of taking time to yourself and turn off work mode without feeling like you, have to, you need to take a vacation from your vacation. To our listeners, thank you for joining on this journey of discovery and inspiration. Remember, the path to success is paved with learning, adaptation, and tenacity. Until next time, keep pushing boundaries and turning your visions into a reality. Don't forget to subscribe to my podcast on your platform, Tenacity with Sonya C. Join our community on social media at Techie Sonya C. I would love to hear from you. Leave a review and tell me what topics you'd like me to explore in future episodes. Remember, the future belongs to those who embrace change and innovation with tenacity. Keep striving, keep innovating, and most importantly, stay tenacious in your pursuits. Thank you for tuning in. And I look forward to bringing you more inspiring conversations in our upcoming episodes. This is Sonia signing off. But as always, remember to chase your dreams with tenacity.